Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hey, welcome to Big Fish Small Pod, uh, the show here on the Fish Drives Podcast Network where we catch you up on the latest in Marlins baseball in 10 minutes or less. So today on this Friday, December 3rd, Really, what defines the day is not the Marlins, it's the lockout. So leading up to the deadline this week, really I want to just dive in here to catch you up real quick. If you've not really been following up with it, uh, it's just like two out of sorts. There's so many just like parties involved. Um, I just want to like take a moment to like really break it down. Uh, The way it's played out, there was a meeting on the first uh, players, the players union, uh, speaking with the commissioner's office. Um, Travis Sachik of the score wrote uh, at this meeting that the owners proposed reduced pension funding for the players and the meeting ended early um, before the lockout was formally announced. Basically, the owners pulled out the pensions for the players um, not a thing that's even close to the like ground level results that the players are looking to get out of this negotiation. This morning, uh, Zach Pop on Instagram, uh, a photo was circulating a statement from the Major League Baseball Players Association. I pulled it from Zach Pop's Instagram, but really I could have taken it from any number of players. It said that Major League Baseball has announced a lockout of players shutting down our industry. This shutdown is a dramatic measure, regardless of the timing. It is not required by law or for any other reason. It was the owner's choice, plain and simple, specifically calculated to pressure players into relinquishing rights and benefits and abandoning good faith bargaining proposals 
that would benefit not just players, but the game and industry as a whole. These tactics are not new, we have been here before, and players have risen to the occasion time and again. Guided by a solidarity that has been forged over generations, we will do so again here. We remain determined to return to the field under the terms of a negotiated collective bargaining agreement that is fair to all parties and provides fans with the best version of the game we all love. Advocating for the fan on the sport and focusing on baseball, drawing the sport front and center uh, has been like the tactic of the players. Max Scherzer conducted interviews yesterday telling Yahoo that uh, he signed early ahead of the lockout to remove the risk of a limited free agency in February, a potential pinch point that owners could use to leverage the players ahead of a 2022 season. He also went forward and spoke of a war chest uh, that hopefully they don't have to use to benefit players, to like offer like subsistence or to fund PR efforts, depending on how this lockdown plays out. Uh, this was seen as a likely outcome, and the players' union has prepared for it. Such that is consistent with what's been put forward before, that they want to support all of their players. Um, pretty just like shocking optics to see Max Scherzer, who seems destined for the Hall of Fame, and his role now as like the highest paid player sticking up for those lesser paid players, teammates, and friends who he's critically advocating for. Um, the lens of hindsight is totally on that Hall of Fame player as that elevated person um, who's actually really exhibiting a sort of solidarity that's only more like deserving of something like that. Um, the sage stage does seem totally set. Uh, the owners are acting through the commissioner's office and uh, the commissioner's office has declared a lockout on all of their behalf. Uh, the players are organized around their union um, and the athletic has reported their demands as defined by Rob Manfred to be a desire to raise the luxury tax thresholds to shorten the length of time it takes players to reach free agency, as well as a plan to reduce the amount of money that flows between owners via revenue sharing. Players believe that clubs can too easily make money without having to invest in their on-field product and want to reduce revenue sharing. The demand from the players uh, has been noted uh, prior to the lockout via The Athletic uh, talking about earlier compensation and maintaining like a competitive balance in the league ending tanking. Um, MLB in the past has countered with expanded playoffs. Well, what the players are really demanding is more investment from the owners in putting forth a better competitive environment with more support in place for the developing player that has committed to a like livelihood in the sport that might not be found. Um, Manfred has indicated it's a united front, and the commissioner actions have been in support of all 30 clubs. So, locked out. Um, how it might play out, talks uh, could get limited action done around the area of like a 40-man rosters, and 
they could add more team control, possibly dependent on a 40-man roster. There's ways to raise the floor a bit for the players and still like give a little bit of control and security to the owners. A Rule 5 draft, for instance, would like put pressure on that control. So there are like even just like little ways to go about these problems, but like it needs to get addressed. Um, we'll probably see some pace of play rules in place of the NLDH next time we see baseball. We might see spending minimums. Um, maybe you could make for an exciting lead up to this 2022 season with more teams contending or with more money to put into free agency, uh, or it could get really dragged out. Players could remain locked out for 2022 and rely on that war chest for subsistence and uh, a PR campaign. Um, think like Piazza on Baywatch. Maybe we'll see Max Scherzer on an episode of HBO's Succession. Good faith negotiations do dictate that there will be meetings um, and regular negotiations throughout this time, um, but it could get out, drawn out to the point of like a missed 2022 season, which is a big pressure point for players, and a missed World Series, which is a big pressure point for Major League Baseball. Um, really like drawn out negotiations could include things like future cash flows, uh, talking about like gambling's integration into the game or Fanatic's merchandise rights could like really add to an agenda. Um, it'd be hyperbolic, but it could get dragged out to the point that franchise values take a hit. But impatient owners might back out of this block, uh, so might some players. It could get ugly. Um, even the news this week that Major League Baseball used multiple baseballs during the 2021 season, uh, along with a lockout, uh, they seem to speak to like an unculpability. Those counterpoints speak to the anxiety of the player. While the owners are concerned the players want more competitivity while giving teams less control and less shared revenue as points that wash each other out and keep them from the playing field, um, the time is seemingly ripe for a new collective understanding and a reinvention of how Major League Baseball is built around the sport. And for now, the conversation is a matter of like livelihood and investment. And the players are talking about elevating the owner's investment. And that sounds like a conversation that's worth hearing out. Anyways, um, on this Friday, not a lot to talk about with the Marlins, unless you've missed out on the last week. Um, hard to not just be fully absorbed. Um, but yeah, uh, some rumors are flying around. Uh, there's talk that the Marlins have been in touch with the Diamondbacks on Kettle Marte. Um, as Cedric Mullins also stands out as like a potential target as a, uh, quote, Craigmish whale is rumored, um, to be in the cards potentially, but so could a player like Kyle Schwarber on a free agent deal. Um, I want to just like take a look at how like the Marlins might play with that. Like Kyle would fit like really well in a DH situation with Cooper. Uh, with Aguilar Diaz covering first. The infield feels set generally. Um, Garcia would be in right. Schwarber could see some good amount of time at left while De La Cruz and Jesus Sanchez push each other for center field, cover left, and DH. 
So it feels like the Marlins have a full roster of batters with solid direction. And like there's a real role for everyone to play. So the Marlins have added two bats, potentially a third, even if you don't consider the defensive first, but still like pretty good bat of Jacob Stallings to be a bat. Uh, the offense has definitely taken a stride forward. Um, I'd like to start a rumor. Um, I think the Marlins should use this time now during this lockout, this uh, possibly like two and a half months to just like figure out what it would take to get Zach Greinke. But a closer like Kenley Jansen has also been rumored to be of interest to the Marlins. But anyways, I hope you enjoy your weekend. Wish there was more baseball for you. But thank you for listening. I've been A.T. Werdahl, and this has been Big Fish Small Pond for December 3rd.